0: Hello and welcome to the Monroe Method Clancast. I am Jason Monroe, and this is episode thirty-five. So we are right back after recording the last one uh, today. Today, this episode, we're going to talk about: Are you eating enough to lose weight? Which is just ridiculous, right? How do we gain weight? We gain weight by eating too much or drinking too much. Whatever we're doing, we're having too many calories, right? We are doing too much of something. And we gain weight. Now, to lose weight, we have to do that by quite literally doing the opposite. We need to not eat enough to lose weight. So does it make sense that not eating enough to lose weight is a thing? Of course it doesn't. And yet, it's still such a common belief that people have, despite it being nonsense. Uh, there is one situation where not eating enough to lose weight is a thing and we'll talk about that but let's talk more about you know this actual this idea it probably comes from and i don't really want to talk about them again but it comes from slimming groups where when you go to a slimming group of any kind okay you are you're not these plans talk about um we are you know it's all based in science and you know, when you go on the website, it's like here here are here's our head of nutrition, here's our head of psychology, here's this, this, and this, and here are all these important people with all these important titles, and here's our dietitian and all this shit, right? You are not working with these people. When you go to a slimming group meeting, you are not sitting down with a panel of dietitians and psychologists and behavior change therapists and Whoever else they have on their team. You are sitting down with Susan, who once lost weight back in 2012 and it has been on their way back to Target ever since, has no qualifications, no knowledge around nutrition, exercise, not in any form a professional, someone that paid a couple of thousand pounds for a franchise so they can operate under this company's name, right? So you are working with a representative. So you're not working with the dietitians or the psychologists or all the people with all the letters after their names. Those people are higher up. You, you never see them. You never meet them, ever. You are working with... Whatever I said. Did I say Susan or Karen? I'm not sure. You're working with Susan. And when you are sat at that meeting and you get weighed and it's a maintain or it's a gain... We need to come up with, well, why has this happened? We need an excuse. We need an answer. And they have a look through. And they can't really see anything standing out. And so they they go back to the the strange ones like, "Hmm, how much water are you drinking? Are you exercising? Oh, you're exercising too much. Um, I, I see you've not used many sins here. I think you might not be eating enough. And this is where all the nonsense starts to come in, right? This is where all the made up stuff starts to come in that doesn't exist. Not, oh, you're not eating enough. You're not eating enough to lose weight. You need to eat more. You know, and if someone's not losing weight, it's because they're eating too fucking much. Imagine giving that advice to someone. Oh, the skill you've maintained for the last six weeks. Here's a great idea. Go eat more. Because you're obviously not eating. Oh, Jesus Christ. Drives me insane. As an evidence-based practitioner who, has, who studied nutrition who is qualified to talk about these things, it makes me really sad and really upset knowing that there are people taking time out of their day every week to go to their local church hall or their local community hall to sit in that hard, uncomfortable seat and listen to this shit being spouted multiple times to various different people. It actually breaks my heart. So, are you eating enough to lose weight? When is that a thing? Like, does that actually exist? When might someone say this? When might I say this to someone? So here's an here's an example. Let's say that you you decide that you are going to count calories, and you just do the thing that most people do when they count calories. You download MyFitnessPal and you set it to twelve hundred. You don't think about the quality of your diet. You don't think about whether that's actually the right number for you. You just know that someone you saw on Instagram ate 1,200 calories for 6 months and she's lost X amount of weight. So you say, I'm going to try that. But the thing is, your maintenance calories are 2,500. if, if, If I calculated your calories and your calorie burn was 2,500, I would set your calories to 1,900. But you're not working with me you're following some influencer on Instagram, they're on 1200, so you decide to pick that number. Now, that number is 1300 below what you need. So you are now, you know, you and remember, this is the thing that most people forget. Everyone forgets this. When you are reducing your calorie intake, you are not just reducing it from your maintenance calories to a deficit. If you are gaining weight, it's because you are over-consuming. So if if 2,500 is your calorie burn and you're gaining weight, it's because you're having more than that. 26, 2,7, 28, 3,000. So when you get into a deficit, you're not just going from what your calorie burn is down to a deficit. You're going from what you're consuming to a deficit. So if you are having 3,000 a day when you only need 2,500 and you try to stick to 1,200, Yes, that might be 1,300 less than you need, but it's 1,800 less than you've been having. It's a big, big ask, a ridiculous ask, especially if your plan is just to count calories and not address the quality of your diet or increase the filling power of it. You're just going to count calories, play the numbers game, try to get by each day only eating an amount of food that equates to 1,200 calories, and then stop. Remember, calorie counting alone is a horrible way to try and lose weight. You cannot overlook the quality of your diet and expect to stick to a lower level of calories than you've been having. Anyway, this is a great example of when someone would not be eating enough to lose weight because, like, sticking with this fictitious thing that I've just created, this person who has been having 3,000 is now trying to have 1,200. And on Monday, they're full of motivation. They're really excited. Their willpower's through the roof. I am going to do this. This is going to be it. I am going to shed this six stone. And that's fine. They make it to Monday. And, they've you know, sheer determination has carried them to the end of the day on Monday. And they feel great. Tuesday, they wake up and realise, shit, I have to do this again today. But, okay, let's go. Let's do it. It's a little bit more difficult, but very proud of themselves. They managed to do it on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, again, we're halfway through the week. We have to keep this going. It's getting a little more difficult. Towards the end of the night, you know, the 1200 was gone at lunchtime. They've had to skip dinner. So they take themselves to bed early on Wednesday night. They're in bed at 8 o'clock wake up on Thursday feeling great because they had a long sleep but they're pretty hungry because they didn't have any, you know, the last time they ate was lunchtime yesterday and by Thursday it's all gone pear-shaped. And if if that person then overeats or gives up or whatever, that part is going to stop that person from losing weight. And this is an example of how you can not eat enough to lose weight. It's when you try to eat so little that it leads to you having an occasion where you consume too much. So from a physiological standpoint, is there such a thing as not eating enough to lose weight? Is there such a thing? Like st- I don't even know how I've not mentioned this, but starvation mode isn't a thing. It doesn't exist. It's made up. Your body does not go into some mode, some setting when you don't give it enough to eat. In the same way that it doesn't go into... I mean, what's the opposite of starvation? Doesn't go into a what's it? Alexa. What's the opposite of starvation? Supply of plenty, there you go. Your body does not go into supply of plenty mode when you're over consuming. When you overconsume, your body stores it, stores the extra calories as body fat. When you under-consume, your body taps into those stored calories and uses the energy contained within them. That's it. There's no modes involved. There's no... Yeah, starvation mode doesn't exist. What did I say? Something of plenty mode doesn't exist. Uh, not eating enough to lose weight. It just doesn't exist. It's not a thing. It is not a thing. It is a myth, a legend, a made-up thing. Created to help people who have no qualifications around weight loss explain something they don't know how to explain. Oh, it must be this. Oh, you're not drinking enough water. Oh, you're exercising too much. Oh, you're not eating enough to lose weight. You're in starvation mode. Your body's holding on to fat. Your body has decided that it is just going to stop you from tapping into this perfectly normal bodily function. You know, when you overconsumed and your body tucked all that body fat away to be used in a time when you didn't have food available to you, it's decided that it's just not going to allow you to tap into that. Nonsense. But there certainly are times where you can not eat enough and it can lead to an overconsumption occasion. So, for example, if someone tried to skip breakfast and by. Yeah, that's a good example, actually. Let's say someone wakes up and they're not hungry in the morning, so they don't have breakfast. But by ten a.m., they go to make a coffee at work, and there's a there's always biscuits and cakes and things lying around, and they're they're feeling more hungry, uh, but they don't want to eat because dinner times, uh, lunch times coming soon. They go to the canteen or whatever the staff kitchen to make a coffee. There's always stuff lying out, and they eat three, four, five hundred worth of cakes and biscuits. That's a great example of when someone's not eating enough to lose weight because they could have had an intentional breakfast, avoided that 10, 11 a.m. occasion. You know, they could have had a 300 calorie breakfast and then their lunch and then their dinner. But instead they've just, you know, they've tried to skip breakfast, had five or 600 calories worth of biscuits and cakes. Then they have their lunch or maybe they try to skip their lunch and then the same thing happens in the afternoon and then it all becomes very disordered and dysfunctional. These are examples of when someone might not be eating enough to lose weight. You're trying to make yourself go hungry, and it's leading to a negative eating occasion that is more than you need. And I think that's all we need to say on that. Like, I, we really don't need to dedicate so much time to something that is not a thing. Physically, not eating enough to lose weight isn't a thing, but in the real world, There are certainly times when you will not have enough to eat and that will lead to other behaviours that counteract the goal of weight loss. I mean, it's kind of what like restrict and binge cycles are. When someone tries to force themselves to go hungry in an effort to lose weight, it leads to a bit, you know... Someone could have 1,500 calories in a day, every day, and lose weight, and instead, someone tries to get by on eight or 900, gets to nighttime, can't take it anymore, and at the end of the day, they've had 2,000. So they've tried to stick to eight or 900, ended up in 2,000, they do it every single day. When they could intentionally have 1,500, it would be much more realistic to stick to, and it doesn't lead to the negative thing at the end of the day. So physically, is it a thing? No. In the real world, in practice, is it a thing? Yes, it can be. If you are not eating enough to satisfy you throughout the day, and it leads to a negative eating occasion that counteracts a goal of weight loss. And that's all we need to say about that. We will chat more next time.